Yes, when I was around the age of three years old, I began new members class at my church, and I began to expound upon things nice and slowly and little bit by little bit as the little class went on and on. A class of about four to six people were there, and the head pastor would teach it during Sunday school class, and I had become saved because I asked for a Bible, and he gave me a Bible, which I later gave to my friend Seth. Now, this friend Seth and me and Jonathan one time accidentally shot a girl in the head, and we took her outside, and they put her in the back of their car. My dad came over, and he sat there with me, and uh, I went in, and I told her sister what went on, and then we went home. That's how dumb we used to be without television and radio. It used to be like that. It didn't come about that we watched TV until we actually got the color TV and the new Vizios that are from Sony that uh, are flat screen TVs. And we didn't listen to the radio until we started actually applying the CD compact disc recording. So it was those things in my young adult life where in that I became unaware of for quite some time. It wasn't until I was 30 that 36 years old and even in my 38th year I remembered those things that were of a sense not good but in a sense because of safety precautions everyone takes they were laughable and I laughed and I wrote my friend and I told him I remembered that thing that we did and he said that's great I understand that's all he said when he was saying all them words to me about who is this and who is that about all that it was nice and fun. We had a good time. She had a good time. She got a surgery, got pulled out of her head, and she's just fine today. She still smiles about it. Us crazy guys. And uh, you know what? Something's cooking in the kitchen when you start thinking about those kinds of things. When you start thinking about doing them kinds of things, um... Usually they get turned around and dumped on and don't do them. You shouldn't even bring up things like that unless they're about something that was cooked up right in the moment. You know, went crazy and something happened. And that's what had happened. We had gone crazy and something had happened. Eventually, we rode around the corner in a nice BMW and zipped up the corner. It was nice and fun. We had a good time, but I'll tell you this, those types of things can make you into what is called an apathetic Christian. When an accident occurs, you become an apathetic Christian. So those of you who have been in a car accident or been in uh, a situation where somebody got harmed by accident or by natural disaster, I must say you become apathetic. So what do you do about apathy? 
apathy is another thing that's preached about for people to uh, wake up out of because of a sermon or because his pastor yelled it at you. Apathetic Christians take time. It's because their mind was damaged when something happened and they had to slowly go through it. And there were so many things in my life that when I went through, I hit my head over 16 times between the time I was one year old and the time I was 17 years old. I hit my head 17 times. So I was very much brain dead and I worked for companies doing landscaping. And then the years rolled on. I finally remembered some of the things when I was 17. I remembered them from when I was 8 or 9 and the things I had been doing. And I remembered them in one angle of lens only in the refraction of my memory. So I did not totally comprehend them. To totally comprehend something, you go back through and you catch the other angle of your memory. And you have both dualistic memory views. Now I'm not talking about a whole view of what is right and wrong. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that you saw what happened. And you see it through several different views. And memories of that 20 minute to 3 hour event that you went through, you remember it through several memories, several angles of memory. And when you do that, you've touched reality again of what you went through. So it takes a lot of lying around and drinking coffee and sitting there and thinking of those things. But what really makes you a safe person is not that you went through apathy. But that's what it'll say then. And that's okay. It's okay to say I was saved when I was a young child. And I went through apathy. And it just now is saying that I went through apathy. Now I'm saved. It's my heart and my guts will say I went through apathy. But now I'm saved. Even though you know you were saved when you were three. You got to detach from that three year old. And that seven year old. And that nine year old. You have to attach to the part that says, I was apathetic, but now I'm saved, is what the thought process is, but it's not true. It's not a true thought process. You were saved when you were younger, but you had to accept it that way after apathy, that you got saved after apathy. It's psychology. It's a thought. We actually exist, it means, to us then. And we do good work and we thank God above that he had saved me when I was a child. And I came home to him and my broken bones rejoiced. And I saith unto everyone, I was apathy, but now I'm saved. Salvation. Now that's the key to life. Are you saved? Do you know Jesus? Have you just met him in your childhood? And you've gone through some things. Maybe you're going through things right now. But when once you get through those things, you're going to know it. How will you know I'm through with those things? You'll say to yourself, I went through apathy and now I am saved. Amen. Amen.